Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Mama Relax. And today we will talk about um, breakups. Uh, we have all been there. And if you haven't, good for you. But trust me, you will. Because nobody is free from a breakup ever. Um, unfortunately, but also fortunately, because there is a lot that we can learn from a heartbreak. So that's we're going to talk about it today. And I hope you enjoy the talk as much as we did. <music> Mama, happy Sunday. <laughs> yes, happy Sunday. You know, I feel like we always like, I mean, obviously, like we have a very busy life. So like we switch it up to when we're able and like, you know, feel comfortable recording. But I there's something about Sundays that I do like because I feel like more free and calm and I'm not having worked all day, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel that we are in a better mindset when we are rested. I feel that that's my thing with my new job. I wake up at 5 a.m. And I'm not a morning person. And so, you know, by the end of the day, I'm like dragging. So, yes, suddenly I feel more cl more clarity. I feel more, you know, like more of a human being and less of a zombie. <laughs> oh, my God. Same. No, I mean, I can't. I don't even wake up that early. And by the end of the day, I'm so exhausted. <laughs> so Sundays are beautiful and like it's gorgeous out here. Like uh, it's I love spring up here in the Northeast. So. Nice. I have all the good vibes, but we're going to talk today about getting over a breakup, which most, I mean, most people, everybody, even people that have been together for years, at least in, from what I see, like have broken up throughout their like relationship at some point. Um, so, you know, obviously a favorite of mine, because I feel like we have so much experience in this because that's what's actually ultimately, at least up for, up for me, has ultimately helped me grow so much and evolve and become such a much better person because of my breakup. So I want to make sure that when I am communicating this message today, that it comes from a place of love and not a place of like hating on your ex and, you know, saying, oh, whatever, he's a loser. He doesn't know what he got or, or she or whatever. It's more of a place of like, let's soak in all the good things that we um, experienced with that person, that they're no longer there, but it's because that contract came to an end. You learned what you needed to learn, or you got something out of it that you needed to get out of it for your own personal involvement. Um, and just kind of focusing on, on letting go so that you can move on with the things that you learned and have better relationships in the future. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because breakup is what brought you and I together mostly. You know, I feel that our friendship grew stronger from the breakups we were going through. Um, I feel that that's how you and I bonded the most. Um, and, you know, if you're going through a breakup, I feel that, at least me. Okay, so when I was going through a breakup, I feel that nobody understood my pain you know I was the only human being in the world that was feeling that way that, like 
anguish, that like awful feeling that, you know, you were literally all broken inside. It's like you are this puzzle that all the pieces just crumbled and you are incapable of putting them ever back together. That's how I felt when, you know, I had horrible breakups. Um, but everybody feels that way. It's just that people maybe don't talk about it or express the same way, but like that's why you say a broken heart because you physically feel that your heart is broken. Like the this the expression is not there for for no reason. Um, and people do feel that you know they're never gonna get better. People do feel you know so sad, like so deeply, deeply sad. So you are not alone. Everybody that goes through a breakup feel awful the same way. Some, of course, you know, some people feel a little bit better than others and knows how to cope with it in different ways. But we just want to let you know that that is light at the end of the tunnel. And the only way out of this feeling of a heart broken is like through. You have to feel all that that is to be felt. And only after you cry as much as you want, and that's how you're going to feel better. Like there is no bandage that you can put it in it. You know, like time is the only way that I feel a heartbreak truly heals. And after you give yourself enough time, you're going to start feeling better day by day. Um, you know, I wish somebody told me that actually, um, the wisdom of a heartbreak, which is a really wonderful book that like really changed my life. The wisdom of a, a heartbreak, how to make the worst thing that happened in your life the best thing that ever happened to you. Um, the, the book taught me that, you know, time is what cures everything. And then the other thing is like, cut, cut contact with the person you broke up with, you know, try to be friends with your ex right after you broke up. Like, it's just gonna, you know, it's like you have this scab in this womb and every time is healing, you're just like ripping this scab and start bleeding again. Like that's what happens every time that you talk to your ex when you're just too healing from your heartbreak. So I feel that I just want to put that out there just so if you are going through this anguish, this horrible feeling of a heartbreak right now, as we are talking to you about this, I just want you to know that you're going to feel better. You just need to give yourself time and do not get in contact with your ex. Like, do you agree with me in that? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I think a lot of the time, if I would have cut contact from the get go, my pain, I would have healed so much quicker. You know, I think that I prolonged, yes. you know, that suffering um, in my previous relationships because of that, because not cutting contact, you know, I think it's definitely crucial to your healing. And of course it's hard, right? I mean, obviously if you are, this advice is more for like, if you're, you don't have kids together, you don't own property together. And, you know, it, sometimes it gets a little bit complicated, but the sooner you can cut all ties um, with the person, especially if it's material things, because I feel that a lot of times we go into these breakups and there's, th you're like, Oh, well, I have to talk to him because I don't know, we have a dog together or, you know, uh, I still, we're, I'm still paying for our cell phone or something like that. And you hold on to that and you make that excuse constantly over and over again. And it's because you're not ready to let go of that person. But believe me, as hard as it is, it's so much harder to stay in it. And like you said, I mean, it's to the, it's perfect the way you put it. It's every time you're healing, you're literally ripping the bandaid and you're starting from zero again. And it could possibly mean with new, new trauma, because you don't know how that encounter is going to be with that person each and every time that you go back to them. And it's 
most of the time, if we're talking very bluntly, it's mostly, you know, you're having sex with this person and you are crying at the end of it. You know what I mean? And hating yourself for doing this. And like, it's just unnecessary. It's an unnecessary thing that you can avoid um, to move forward and heal so much quicker, you know, and this, it doesn't mean that, you know, you are, even if the person was horrible to you or whatever, it doesn't mean that you're just writing them off and you're like, I hate you and never going to talk to you again. I think it's more like, you know, I need the space. I love my, I love you, but I love myself so much more that I need to separate myself from this and, you know, do whatever it, it is that you need to do, like block the person. Like, it's not a bad thing. It's not a horrible thing. It doesn't make you feel like, you know, oh, you're weak because if you don't block them, you're going to answer that text. No, own it. You know, like I'm going to block this person because unfortunately, like if I don't like they might reach out to me and I don't feel like I'm ready to not answer that text or that call, you know, because that's, you have to do what's best for you. You, or, you know, a lot of times I felt like I was, if I blocked the person, I would make them feel bad or I would make them feel a certain way. And unfortunately, like at that point in a breakup, like you just have to be selfish um, a little bit and you have to do what's best for you and not consider at that point what's best for the other person or how that person's going to take those feelings, you know? Um, that's yeah, when you're. Yeah, when you're going through a, a heartbreak, you need to 100% think about yourself, period, the end, fuck, fuck everything else. Like, yep. I'm not joking. Like, this is it. Like, if everybody took care of themselves during a heartbreak, you know, the world would be a better place because we would have less scarred people, less traumatized people. The, the thing about talking with the ex, as you were, is true going through the emotions is like, you know, like I'm going to be the bigger person, you know, I'm better than this. I can, I can talk to this person and not have any feelings. Bullshit. You can't, it's absolutely impossible. It's absolutely impossible. You know, like, Oh, we can have sex, like last time sex for closure or, you know, I want closure. I want to like, this is all nonsense. And only after you make those mistakes, you understand that that's all nonsense. First of all, there is no such thing as closure. Closure is something that you think it's going to put the period at the end of a phrase, but that doesn't exist because the answer you are looking for might never come. And then you might create even more problems. And I remember when I, when I went through my divorce and I had to go to therapy to, you know, figured things out for myself because the heartbreak was so big in so many different levels. And so, and my therapist, I, I kept on telling her, I'm like, I need closure. I need to know why, you know, I need to talk to him so I can ask why. And one day she told me, why does that matter? And like, you not even know if he's going to tell you the truth. So what it is that you actually want to hear? Because that's all it comes down to it. It's like, what you actually wanted to hear? It has nothing to do with that. The person is going to say, it's what about what you want to hear. And they probably won't tell you what you want to hear. So just tell yourself what you want to hear and make your version of the closure. Like it all comes from you. Like the other person is not going to give to you what you need. Like, you know, and I remember with another relationship that I had when we break up and I wanted closure, I wanted to know why. And this was like a very narcissistic relationship. Like every time I would break up and I would talk to him, he would just lure me in again into the relationship. And instead of breaking up, we would be back together. 
And it was awful. It's like, you know, the moth that followed the, the, the lamp and then the lamp literally burns and kills the moth. That's what it happens when you go back into that unhealthy relationship, trying to seek closure. And at the end, you actually ended up getting back together with this person. So, you know, cut contact is the best way. And Natalie actually taught me block and delete fuck it because when you block and then you delete that person there is no way that they can contact you or you can contact them on a drunk night or on a night that you are really sad like the world is not gonna end if you don't talk to that person ever again like seriously that is like billions of people in this world think that that one person is forever the love of your life is just like so unrealistic it's like no absolutely not and if you know if if faith makes that person be truly the love of your life down the road many years later maybe you guys get back together in a completely different circumstance when you guys are completely different people more mature more you know involved and healed and then maybe then you can have a wonderful relationship babies and live happily ever after but you know maybe that's not right now so just let it be like how many stories you hear the people that you know, break up or they, they lost contact for over 20 years. I know a person that they lost contact over 20 years. And then they, after the wife died, the husband of the lady died, like they got back together some way, somehow, like the universe put them back together with each other. And now they are happy together, but it's like, maybe right now is not the, the place to be with that person and just accept that. And the sooner you do, the better you're going to, the sooner you're going to heal. Absolutely. I think that for sure, like you have to let it go for real. If it's, I know it sounds, you know, everybody hears this and it sounds super cliche, like let it go. If it's meant to be, it's going to come back. No, it, it really is like that. Like <laughs> if the faster you let go, the, the faster you're going to figure out, you know, if that person's going to come back or not. And at the end of the day, like, this is a great time, like try and focus on the positive. I know that with a broken heart, like Milena says, like, I mean, I've, I, I think I've said this on the podcast multiple times. Like I'd rather get punched in the face than go through a heartbreak because it is that anguish that I can't breathe. I can't think I can't get up from bed. Like that's how bad breakups can be. And I speak from personal experience, but you really have to let go, um, you know, and give yourself time to like mourn your loss because like, this is like, somebody dies and somebody that's close to you dies. So it's okay to like have, you know, whatever time you need to mourn your loss and get into your feelings and, and be okay with that. Um, you know, obviously keep yourself busy so that you don't have that. Like, you know, you don't want to text the person or call them or whatever, but don't get too busy where you're avoiding your feelings. Cause I see this a lot as well. You know, people break up and because they want to avoid it, they start having all these crazy activities or, you know, the best one, of course, it's, um, they get, they're trying to get over someone by getting under someone else. And that never works. That never, that never works for you. It never works for the person because, Whoever you are using as your, you know, rebound, you are, you have the possibility of hurting that person's feelings if they feel something for you. So that's also not fair. And it's not going to make you feel better about yourself. It's not going to help you get over your ex. Like that's not the way to approach it. But also this is such a great time to just like get to know yourself, you know, kind of reflect on that relationship that you just broke up with, you know, remember that relationships are not 
they're contracts that we have in this planet, but they're also like a complete mirror of who you are. So if that person was X, Y, Z, whether in a negative way or a positive way, like really reflect on like, what did I learn? What did I have to learn from this person that was in my life for so long? You know, I feel like, for example, in my experience with my um, ex, like it was such a turbulent and toxic, you know, relationship. And it wasn't until years down the road when after we are, we broke up that I realized that the reason that I was in that relationship was because I was so broken. I needed to heal and I needed to recognize a lot of my traumas. This doesn't take away the fact that he was still an asshole. I'm not saying that, but it does say something about me, you know, as uh, about my soul, about my experiences, about what I'm afraid of, my fears, what mm-hmm. all those things. And that's helped me so much move forward, not only in relationships, but in every aspect of my life. So I think this is a great time to just sit down and reflect on that instead of just, you know, drowning in like, what happened? Why couldn't I make it work? It didn't work because it wasn't supposed to work. And you definitely learned something, no, no matter how long you were in that relationship for. So that's just a word of advice, I think, that has helped me. So hopefully you take it and, and it kind of helps you through your process as well. Exactly. And it's funny because when you are in that state of a hard break, I feel that we are like so raw inside. I feel that, you know, something... I feel like our, your your heart is broken and like all this light is coming from it. You know, I feel that we see the world very different. I remember when I was going through my divorce and I would turn on the radio, like I had to be like changing music all the time because until you are going through a heartbreak, you don't see how many songs are about love. And when you are going through a heartbreak, the last thing you want to hear are songs about fucking love. You know, it's so upsetting because every time I remember I was kind of like in a good mindset, I would listen to a song that would put me back into thinking about my ex and why we broke up and oh my God, what I did wrong and how I can fix. So I had to be like changing stations on the time. And like when you find a song about heartbreak, it's kind of like a therapy song. I remember my therapy song was uh, Bruno Mars um the song if i was if i was your man and oh, you told me about that i love song. that song <laughs> I remember i was going through the heartbreak and i would listen to that song repeat like over and over and over again like no joke i probably listened to the song like a hundred times a day and and i would scream out of my lungs and i would sing with it and it was like it was like my therapy song um that is like and, and you're gonna find your therapy song that song that like makes you scream and like all the hate and anguish from your heart is gonna come out and you're gonna feel so much better after crying listening to that goddamn song a hundred times and like i found some like really good heartbreak songs that would make me feel like somebody else understand what i'm feeling in this exact moment like so many good ones uh that is the other song like when a heartbreak it doesn't break even i've like that phrase made so much sense to me when I had my heart broken like until then that that song was just a song on the radio but even to these days like when I hear that song I'm like oh my god it's so damn good it's like meeting an old friend when I listen to the songs nowadays it's like oh my god I'm like re-encountering an old friend that was with me like in a in a hard moment that's what it feels to me when I listen to those songs that were part of my breakup um you know it's just take time to heal 
like really, really take time to heal. I feel that at least me, when I'm going through a breakup, it's a lot of like, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to feel better. What could I have done different? It's me, 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 me. And it's like, it's not all your fault. <laughs> like, it's not all your fault. There is nothing you could do. You could have done different because we don't have a time machine. So think about things that we could have done different. It's just such a waste of energy. We don't have a time machine. They do not exist in this universe because if they did, the world would just collapse because we everybody would try to go back in time and it would be a shit show. So, you know, like, don't waste time thinking about those things. Think about the future because that's the only thing we really have, you know, any kind of control of is the present and whatever you do right now, it's what's going to reflect on your future. So, you know, take time to heal, take time to heal, listen to songs that are going to make you cry. Like, like maybe watch movies that is going to make you feel that somebody else understands your English. Um, read books. Again, like we're going to put it on the show notes, the, the breakup books that Natalie and I, we read that really were helpful to us. Um, and I definitely highly recommend it. I, I told on our first episode, like, I went through Amazon and because I didn't have money to pay for therapy or anything, but I needed help. And so I went on Amazon and I ordered like 10 different books. I read all of them and maybe three or four were really helpful and all the other ones were just waste of time. But I'm glad I read because I knew then that they were wasted of time. And so those jams that I picked from the rough, I would give it to you guys so you can read and any really help you. And Take time to heal because when you take time to heal, you're going to be like, you know what? My next relationship, I'm not going to look for a guy that is, you know, don't put me first or, you know, I'm going to not cancel myself in order to make that other person shine. Like, you know, whatever relationship you had, you're going to, once you heal, you know who you are. And then on the next partner, you're going to have the person that makes those beautiful parts of you shine instead of they're trying to hide. Like, you know, if you're with a person that tries to hide the beautiful parts of you, that has to do with them. The way that a person treats you has nothing to do with you. It has to do with them. You know, if they come from a place of insecurity, hate, anxiety, they are reflecting those feelings onto you. Um, so don't take it personal because it has nothing to do with you, you know, and then don't be that person either, you know? Mm-hmm. Um because it is so easy. Um, you know, it, it's so important. I know we hammer this home all the time about how important it is to get to know yourself, to really learn who you are. Because for example, for me, in my past relationship, you know, I, first of all, I'm not like a jealous person. Like it, it's not in my nature. I know I, I'm Hispanic and I'm supposed to be this like crazy jealous person. I'm not. Um, but with my ex, he, you know, passed on his, like, I had my own insecurities, but then he passed on his own insecurities to me. And if you're not somebody that's super sure of who you are and what you want, and you know, you heal what you need to heal and all that stuff, it's so easy for whatever um, behavior that person's having to like pass it on to you. So at one day you wake up, at least in my experience, I woke up one day and I was literally jealous all the time and making up stories all the time. And it was like, I was like, wait, who am I now? Now I'm just like mimicking my partner's situation because now I don't even know who I am anymore. You know, first of all, I already was, I didn't know who I was completely. And now I'm in this relationship that's toxic and it's showing me all these things And it was just a reflection, but I, instead of me taking it as a reflection and trying to help myself, you know, 
um, kind of identify who I was, I was just picking up those behaviors. So that's why it's so crucial to not focus on the person, but focus on you look internally, make sure that you're okay, make sure that you are healing what you need to heal and not take things personal, like Milena saying, and, you know, looking at your partner and being like, oh, but what am I doing wrong? You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely a reflection of who they are. And they don't know that they that it's on them. So they look outwards to like, you know, blame it on somebody else for why they're so miserable. But if you are not fully aware of who you are, and what you need to do for yourself, it's so easy to fall into whatever their behavior is. And that's what makes those relationships extra toxic because now you're just, you know, fighting it constantly. You know, you're just like melding your, your traumas together and let them control both of you to no end. Exactly. And also let go of hate. Mm -hmm. Beautiful phrase from Buddha that is hate is drinking poison and expecting the other person to, to die. Right. That literally is what hate is. Like, no matter how much hate and horrible things you wish to the other person, you are the one with the bad energy inside of you, not the other person. So it's like really a waste of time. And I feel that when I was going through my breakup, I was alienating a lot of people. And I think it's because I, in order for me to get to get ready of a a situation, an emotion or something, the way that I cope with it is like talking about it. So I would call friends and talk, 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 talk about it. And I, and I noticed at a point that like, people are just sick and tired of listening to me. And also I was telling about my very personal heartbreak situation to totally strangers because I was just in such a desperate moment to just talk and looking for answers. And I was looking in all the wrong places. And, you know, I, that's when I start reading books. That's when I start looking for answers at the right place. That is like this whole community of people that go through heartbreaks and, you know, they blog online or they have virtual meetings online. So at least you're talking to people that are going through the same situation than you and they need to talk the same way that you need to talk and they need ears, you know, to listen to their stories the same way that you do. So look for answers at the right places, you know, like, of course, talk to your friends, talk to your close ones about it. But if they're not going through the same situation that you are, it's going to be really hard for you to get what you're looking for from those conversations. So, you know, although you, of course, talk to friends and family and people that you love and that you trust to be that vulnerable with, make sure that you also go to, you know, like that is a lot of online, um, of course, look for reputable websites and, 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 and help groups, but you can go into those websites and, you know, talk to people that are going through the same thing that you are going through at the same moment. I know that the um, the Heartbreak book that I love, she does have like an online um, group at all times going on and where people can chat and, you know, talk about their situation and other people can support them. So that's very important too, you know, to not alienate yourself and others. Um, and I feel that when you go through a hard break it depending on how your relationship war with your loved one uh but a lot of like my ex he the narcissist one not my ex-husband my my ex-boyfriend he was very narcissistic and he was trying to you know keep me away from all my friends and when they do that when you go through a heartbreak then you are really lost because not only you lost 
your partner now you lost you also don't have contact with your friends because the person was trying to you know like remove you from your your safe circle and so don't make the same mistake you know if your person if your if your uh, boyfriend or girlfriend remove you from your friends like they don't let you spend time with your friends and now you broke up and you feel like you don't have friends don't make the same mistake again in the future like if a boyfriend or girlfriend is trying to cut contact so in between you and your friends that's a huge red flag like be gone from the person you know like run as fast as you can because that's a horrible 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 thing i mean that's yeah. a huge red flag like yeah did that happen dangerous didn't that happen to you when you're with your narcissist yes it Ex. does happen to you because you start yep. like living their life you know they little by little start including you just to their friends and they like kind of even with your family like my ex used to get jealous of my mother visiting me so it's very dangerous and very oh. red flaggy so but i want to touch something that you just said about sharing with your friends i 100 agree my friends are literally my life i don't know how people live life without friends honestly but you, I, I do want to point out that be very careful who you share. I mean, you know who your friends are, but be careful because sometimes when you share with your friends, your friends are going to come from a place of love. But re remember that when you love someone, you're also trying to protect them. So sometimes the worst advice is going to come from your friends and family because yeah. they're going to be like, oh, he's an asshole or she's a, a, you know, she's a bitch or whatever it is. Um, yeah, forget about him. Let's go. Let's go drinking. Let's, you know, let's um, let's introduce you to some other guy. You know what I mean? Or some other girl. Those are real things, you know, like and it doesn't mean that your friends are not coming at it from a love place. They, they want you to feel better, of course, but only, you know, what's right for you. And only you need to know, like one thing is to share. And, you know, but what I guess what I'm trying to say is take advice with a grain of salt. And don't just let your friends guide your healing because they can't do that for you. You have to do it yourself. So like when they're, you know, you know, when you're just breaking up, you know, that the right thing is not to go partying and sleep with the first guy or first girl that you meet, you know what I mean? So just be mindful of that through these processes, because again, you know, your friends the most, but Sometimes the advice might not be the best one to take at that moment. Exactly. And they're just trying to help, you know, but like right. they're not specialists. Like they're not therapists. They are not like relationship experts. So what are you doing? What are you doing? And to your point too, Mila, like not everybody goes through a breakup. Like maybe you and I experienced it with, which was, you know, this, horrible or horrible and great event at the same time right where you're literally like in that and you use the perfect word anguish I feel like a lot of us don't use it I mean personally I haven't until I saw Brene Brown and I'm like anguish is everything um but I don't think a lot of you know if you know some of your friends haven't gone through that process of really like hurt where you literally feel like you're dying maybe taking advice from them you know, is not the best way, or maybe sharing your most personal and most devastating thing with them might not be the best way to go. Not to say that I haven't done that myself, but it's just sometimes, like I said, they're just trying to fix a problem or come up with a solution. And it's not the best one because they haven't been in your shoes. And honestly, no one, even, even I can't be in, in Milena's shoes. And we went through something very similar, but it's not the same. 
you know, I can't give you, you know, this out of the world advice because yes, I've been through it, but you're, you heal differently. You're a different, completely different person than I am your breakup and what you lived in that relationship is so personal. And so between two people, you know, it's so intimate that even sometimes people that have gone through similar things can't give you the best, best advice either, you know, or the, the right thing. I think like it takes a lot of, um, you have to trust yourself a lot and your intuition and you have to do what's best for you. Um, not alien. I don't think that you should be by yourself and not tell people. I think that you should share your feelings. Obviously that's like the, the that's such a great part of healing, but just be mindful of the advice that you get from people, um, and learn how to say no, you know, like, okay, no, this is not the, the thing that I want to do. Thank you so much for, for trying to help me get out of this mess that I'm in right now. But I think I, you know, I'm going to stay home and just like take a bath and pamper yourself a lot, you know, like that's one thing, pamper yourself, love yourself, like truly take a step back and try to pamper and love yourself as much as you can. Exactly. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself 100%. Like treat yourself as this puppy. You just got it from the pound. Because that's literally who you are right now. Like you don't know if you want to bite somebody heads off or if you want to just like hug and cry. Like you, after the breakup, I feel that we are all puppies from the pound. That we just want to be loved and cared for no matter how angry, sad we are. You know, so yes, take bubble baths or, you know, put a, put a yes. mood love on. Like do things that like spark joy on your like on your soul um have that cake eat that ice cream <laughs> you know literally just like do what feels right in the moment cry literally stay all day in and cry it out as much as you can like milena said like watch those sad depressing movies listen to that song on repeat for a week straight do it cry it out you it's it's the best thing for the soul you you have to let it you have to go through it and let to truly let it go you know and i know that this is so hard um you know but trying in the moment to be thankful and grateful for the fact that it did happen again that you're learning something from it i know at the moment you're like fuck this i don't want to i don't want to fucking be grateful i'm fucking pissed i get yeah. it but um but if anything, you know, down the line, when you do feel better, just type, kind of like, again, try to go back to that, to that thankfulness and that gratefulness and stop and think, because even now, you know, after my breakups, like with my ex-husband, no, because my ex-husband was, he's great and an amazing human being. So I don't have anything like negative to say, you know, I don't even remember like the bad, bad stuff that happened between us because I have such good memories. And even with my ex, it took me a while, you know, to like kind of take a step back and, and be thankful for, for this whole, you know, the whole thing that we lived. I'm sure it wasn't easy for him either. You know, it's not like it's easy for anyone, but now I look back and I, I really just focus on all the good times, even though the bad times were much worse <laughs> um, and they were more often. Um, I am trying really hard to just go back to being thankful for it and that it happened and kind of remind myself that the few times that we were happy, we were very, very happy. And I wouldn't change that. I wouldn't change that experience at all in this time of my life right now, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And again, look for 
I feel that it really helped me talk to people that knew exactly what I was going through because they were going through at the same time as me. And I was lucky enough that, you know, you and I were going through shit at the same time. So we had each other to talk to. But if you don't, again, getting past her breakup, um, how to turn a devastating loss into the best thing that ever happened to you was like the best book I read. It's by Susan J. Elliott. And if you're going to her website, as people blogging you can send her an email she has like workshops and you know but there is other places out there online where you can where you can you can do this too um, but yeah take care of yourself and don't isolate yourself and go outside like walking the sun it's not a joke like the sun makes you happier so like five minutes go outside and just walk when the sun is shining like just walk in it like feel the warmth of the sun on you and it's gonna start making you feel better like it really helps it's not like hippie talk you you literally feel it be you know crying in a dark room yes it helps but also be outside in the sunshine will help you as well so you know make sure you're not just like locking yourself in the closet and crying over the t-shirt that is still smells like him you know, for days at end, like, no, go, go outside, be in the sun, go have an ice cream, walk your dog, you know, like pet your cat, do those little things that, you know, spark of joy on your soul again, because it's really easy to fall down that hole and not see a way out when you're like that sad and that depressed. Mm -hmm. So allow yourself to be sad, but also allow yourself to be happy. Even if it's little things, like, you know, even if it's you feeling joy five five minutes of the day, like, you know, the next day is going to be seven minutes and then the next day is going to be 10 minutes, you know, and it's going to increase exponentially day by day. Oh, absolutely. And you won't see it at the moment, but, and I think we all know, right? Like I knew, like at that moment I wanted to die. I'm like, I'm never, how this, how is, how am I ever going to get over this? But deep down, you know, you're going to be okay. Deep down, you know, that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Well, I think what worries us all is like, how long is it going to take? At least in my, you know, it's like, I know I'm going to be fine eventually, but when is eventually going to happen? You know what I mean? So just be patient with yourself. Um, I found a super cute quote, quote that I, um, that goes back to what I've been speaking on, but it says pain makes you stronger. Fear makes you braver. Heartbreak makes you wiser. And I thought that was a beautiful quote because you can't be wiser without heartbreak. Like I said, relationships are a mirror of who you are, a reflection. I've said this to people and people are like, no way. I'm not, I'm not like that person. And it's like, you don't think you are, but there's something there for you to learn. You know, like as much as you're seeing the negative things on that person, there's negative things about you too. Not that they can't be fixed or that they're horrible. And like, you know, you can't, you have, you have to have shame around them. No, not at all. It's just part of who you are. And the quicker you accept it, the quicker you're able to kind of heal from it and fix it. Right. If, if it needs to be fixed or, or whatever the situation may be. So, um, I love that, that because of that mostly, because it just gives you that reassurance that we all go through it and it's just how you handle it. That makes you, that gets you out of it. Um, exactly. Yeah. I found a quote that says, stop looking for happiness in the same place you lost it. And I feel that that's self-explanatory, you know, stop looking for happiness in the same place you lost it. That is a reason why 
you know, people come and go in our lives. And I feel that people stay in our lives for the exact amount of time that we needed to learn something from them. And then once we learn what we had to learn, it's time to move on and learn something else from somebody else. So, you know, the longer you spend with the wrong person, the wrong, like the longer it's going to take for you to find the right person. So, you know, let, like, let go. I know it's so hard and I'm like, I am a control freak. So I understand how hard it is to let go of control. But when you're going through a heartbreak, just let go, like surrender to pain. And that's the exact moment you're going to start feeling better. Yeah. And it goes back to what you were saying. Like it, it stop looking for, for reasons as to why it didn't work. Like don't live there. Let literally let it go. Like it didn't work out because it, it just didn't work out. It just, that was it. It was your contract is up and it's time to move on to the next thing or the next person or whatever it is that the universe has ready for you in store, which is always better than what you could ever imagine. So up looking for happiness in the same place you lost it. That's exactly. The- Go to some point. Yeah, it's a point. We hope we brought a little bit of sparkle into your day if you're going through a heartbreak. Um, we would love to hear from you um, if you want to share something with us. Yeah, we are again on um, Instagram. Our handle is mama.relax with two X's at the end. And um, yeah, we hope to see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.